Hello, Sparkle Buds. It's me, your favorite X-Men mutant singer, Dazzler. Oh my God. It has been so long. I've I've been busy because I'm just going to tell you, on Krakoa, I've been fucking a lot. Allison Blair. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Am I being judged? I thought this was only for the important X-Men characters. Everybody eventually, which... uh... Actually, you're the last one. I, I've been procrastinating. I am the progenitor, and I have been procrastinating because no one cares about Dazzler anymore. I know. It's bullshit. I think just for that, just for the affront of what's been happening to my character, I should be judged a thumbs up. So what do you say? <sighs> I think I should have gotten this one over with a long time ago. Allison Blair, you don't know who you are. A singer? An X-Man? A leader? A follower? A lawyer? Okay, wait, wait, wait. But you also forgot I am also a dancer. I am also an actress. And I also have just started making TikToks. (laughs) And I don't want to say that they're really good, but they're really good. I already have 2,000 followers. Oh, sounds like you are a quadruple threat. My goodness. I think I justified myself pretty well. So what do you say? What's the verdict? No, 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 no. Gosh, no. Um, I'm looking at a copy of Uncanny X-Men Annual Number 11 from the late 80s. What? By Claire, Chris Claremont, oh, drawn by Alan Davis. Yes, yes. And it seems um, when given the choice of who you would want to become, you chose a homeless woman. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, to be honest, that was the only one where I did not have Uh to work. Mm -hmm. Um, That's right. I am never going to live that down. Come on, that's an annual. That shouldn't count. Nope. Every story counts. Just for that, Alison Blair, I choose failure. Much like your career as a singer and a dancer and a triple threat. Quadruple. In this annual, Rogue also chose to live during the Civil War era. Racist, so please tell me you gave her a thumbs down, too. I did. Okay, well, then I'm fine with it. All right, all right, everybody, that's the show. Oh, Thank the way, you. Uh, what? Sorry, and I just should let you know, it was a tie up until this point, but since you failed, you tipped the scale ever so slightly. Earth is doomed. Oh, crap. Oh, darn it. Well, I guess this is the last episode, everybody. Bye. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 235 of Comic Book Queers, colon, Legacy. I am your host, Brett, and with me, as always, is Sinister Jeff? No. Evil Jeff. Hi, Evil. Hi. I was speaking, what well, you always say colon now, and it just feels so perverted how you say it. It's my new bit. <laughs> um, how are you doing, Brett? Uh, you know, I'm, fi- oh, I'm fine. I, um, I feel I'm there's fine. a lot of judgment going fi- on right now. Uh, well, as always, yes. Yes, there is. Um, I'm actually looking at myself in the mirror, as I always do, and I'm judging um, my reflection. So if you hear judgment in my voice, that is that is it. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. There's a lot of, like, uh, speaking of judgment, not just only in the X-Men comics, a lot of judgment online, because Marvel has released some new stuff that's coming out Ooh. Yeah, and we will say, I think everyone, we're talking, of course, about the D23 Expo that is happening just this past weekend or happened this past weekend. A few things came out, but none of the things people were hoping for, those big, big moments of a Fantastic Four cast announcement, did not get that. And we did not get any more inkling into what the Phase 6 movies will be. But we did get some other things. Yes, but that's the thing. When it comes to Marvel fans, it's never enough. Oh, it's, it's never, never enough. enough. But we didn't and cue the music. Now, Hold on, let's cue the music. Because oh, right sure. now we are talking about what are you going to hear? Ooh, hot topics. D23 Expo. We got a few things that we didn't care about that weren't Marvel, like Willow. Willow. I Oh, we did? I didn't even know that. Yeah, they're yeah, the new they showed a new preview for Willow. Ron Howard's 
Willow. Was it a good movie? Sure. It was fun. Sure. I liked it. Because that gave me the part of when that old lady was transforming and went, Willow! I, that's how I have to say the name of the movie <laughs> all the time. Um, but do I want to see a reboot of it? No. I don't care. This whole mythological world where we have Lord of the Rings, we have Game of Thrones, we now have Willow, we have Wheel of Time. It's I'm I'm over it. It's too much. It's too, it is too much. much. Um, yeah. But uh, let's talk about some of the Marvel things that are being released. And sure. Let's go over yeah, whether yeah. we feel, let's give like, let's try and make something fun out of this. Do we feel, um, I'm trying to think of like, is it, a, a, let's toot or boot it. <laughs> oh, toot it or boot it, bop or flop. Uh, bop okay, or, let's do or bo- bop or flop. Bop, bop or, or flop. flop of these new things let's bop that or flop they released. It. Okay. Okay. Um, well, first of all, it opened, did you know that it opened with a live performance of Rogers the Musical? Or one number. No, well, that's the thing. A lot of stuff, I think the phones were taken away. So there's a lot of stuff that was shown that we can't see. Yeah. Did, did they the, actually yeah, show lot. that? Was there a video of that? No, it was oh, okay. live on stage. No, that's what I'm saying. Is there actual footage of it? Oh, I got you. Uh, no, I do see okay. a, an image. My okay. friend, uh, our friend Jamie, friend of the pod, she was there on behalf of comicbook.com. Yes. So I see uh, some My friend Eric Foss, who's from New Rockstars, he was there as well. Um, Amazing. Yeah, but we were we invited? No, because who the fuck are we? Just too fast. And we never will be. <laughs> okay, so that's great. Rogers musical. That's awesome. Start off with something fun. Um, the I think this the thing they showed after that was secret invasion footage. Yes. And who? here's what's interesting. Okay. It seems yeah. like. Yeah, it's oh okay. Do you want to bop or flop it, or do you want to go into a little bit of info and context and then bop or flop? No, it? let's bop or flop now. Let's go. Let's go. Let's All bop right. or flop. Okay. okay. One, two, three, bop. bop. That it looks really fun. It looks creepy and it's and a bop. It, yeah, and oh, but who is um um Daenerys from Game of Thrones? Amelia. Clark? I think she's the fucking Skrull queen. You, oh, okay, cool. Okay, that's the one thing I was like, what character is she? She clearly has to be some big character. Yeah, but wait, there's more. Have you heard who Olivia Coleman is likely playing? The rumor around her? No, who? Who? Union Jack. What? <laughs> is Union Jack a they're woman? Saying, in this, yeah, Uh-oh. they're saying Union Jack. Look out, incels. Another reason to get mad. Ooh, that's a bop. Yeah. That is a great. fucking bop. It looks great. She's going to be like, oh, hello, my dear. Uh, mm, I'm Union Jack. Uh, pow, pow. Oh. You'd think she'd be the scroll queen. Like, oh, hello. Well, I guess we don't know. Maybe she is. Maybe Amelia Clark is. Maybe she Jack. is. Oh, my God. Maybe they're going to do like a Padme where it's like everyone thinks that that's yeah. the princess queen, but it's actually that. I wonder if Teddy will be um, revealed somewhere in this at all. Ooh, maybe. Future lover of Wiccan. Another thing they did is they brought out the cast of the Marvels. Mm-hmm. And that looked fun. They showed, I watched uh, someone described what happened. Like the footage okay. that they watched. And they were like, yeah, it opens up with uh, uh, Captain Rambeau, like Monica Rambeau. Um, hitting so- in space and hitting something and switching places with uh, Kamala. And I was like- They all switch places, all three of them. Oh, so that's what I was like. I was like, but wait a minute. I thought Captain Marvel switched places. So I guess all three of them. So it was like a I triple- think Kamala, Kamala winds up where Monica was. Monica winds up where Captain Carol was, Ma- oh, okay. and Carol oh, okay. winds up where That's, I Kamala was confused. Was. Okay, that makes sense. Well, cool. And then they all have to come together and do each other's nails. Isn't that what girls do? Isn't that what girls do? Braid each other's hair? Uh, stop it. No, um, this is the one movie I think I'm the most excited for because I love seeing these three characters um, coexisting. And I also think this is the one where just the they're going to pull out like a Teddy, like the most wild kind of... Marvel concepts. I think we do have confirmation that the blue Marvel is in this movie. Who's Dr. Adam Brashear. Okay. Who's the blue Marvel again? Dr. Adam Brashear. Um, he was, um, he was like a character that they retroactively created, like relatively new in the two thousands, but they said he had a long history, I believe in the Marvel universe. 
Um, What's his powers? He's like Superman, or oh. he's like he's very energy. Like he's basically like energy. Um, Captain Marvel. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. All right. Um. They also showed um a preview, some more footage of Wakanda Forever. Um, which I don't. They think- did. Yeah. It's mostly mostly around Angela Bassett um addressing um the UN. I'm telling you though, this feels, I don't know, it feels like this, I'm, I'm just, it feels like I'm just going to be so sad watching this movie the whole time. I think it's going to be so emotional. That's what I mean. It's like, oh God, I'm going to have to go see this and just cry the whole time. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I get so emotional, baby. And, Every uh, time Riri- I think of Wakanda Forever. Yes. Riri Williams is going to make an appearance in Wakanda Forever. And she is going to be the star of the new Ironheart series. Love it. Um, I, d- I think they actually showed footage of Ironheart. And um, I, I think the takeaway was like, you could see Ryan Coogler's influence on it. It, it feels like Black Panther. It feels like Ryan Coogler. Cool. Then, um, I don't know. What do you want to talk about next? There's a few Ant-Man? other things. Ant-Man footage, uh, Quantum Mania. But still, we didn't get to I, see any of it. No, so, but I think it's footage with Bill Murray in it. Oh, fun. But it's hard to, we can't bop or flop the things we haven't seen. But it does, oh, we haven't been bopping or flopping. Well, but it's like we haven't seen it. So, like, the, I mean, just the idea. I know. Of it. I mean, clearly we're going to bop. What are we gonna, we're not going to bop Wakanda. I'm bopping all of it. Yeah, there's nothing that seemed like a flop yet because we haven't seen it. Although, I mean, we can we can flop Evangeline Lilly. Especially she we can her, flop Evangeline Lilly. Oh, especially God. with her she should awful shut up. hairdo. And as you've noticed, she got like one of those crazy Republican hairdos. Oh, God. I think it's because a gay man won't do her hair anymore. They were like, oh, you're not vaccinated? Um, sorry, <laughs> bitch. Anyway. <laughs> Ugh, nobody got time for Evangeline Lilly anymore. I used to love her so much back in the lost days. I'm so mad. Yeah. Um, but that's what, what is Letitia Le- Wright and Evangeline Lilly are going to star in their own spinoff called Unvaxable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Loki season two, the new actor yeah. who they're adding okay. to the well, cast. Did you all, see this? What was my my favorite revelation this year is one of my favorite movies, um, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Everything Everywhere All at Once. Called it. And... Um, and now they're going to take a movie with the multiverse and take one of the actors yep. in it? <laughs> yep. Are you kidding me? I'm excited. So Kehoi Kwan is going to be in um, Loki season two. Also, one of the photos that Jamie posted from D23 is Kehoi Kwan hugging Harrison fucking Ford, who was also there. Wait, wait. Was he, oh, just at the event. Yeah, because they announced Indiana Jones 5. Oh, that's so Or they showed the trailer. It was like a reunion 40 years later. Oh, my God. That's adorable. I love it. I love that his career is blowing up. Although apparently he's only allowed to be in multiverse things. Yeah, that's okay. Um, I'm super excited. I wonder who he's going to play. Did they say? Uh, I think it's some sort of TVA um, officer. Okay. I mean, or just the, the simple fact that he's in it, bop, 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 bop. And uh, there was no thing that people were most disappointed about was that Fantastic Four had pretty much nothing. But they did, Flop. they did announce who the director's going to be. Yeah, Matt Shackman uh, from Division, Division, and um, the son from Just the Ten of Us. Right. Uh, Can we please bring that whole cast back? Oh my god, Coach Lubbock. Um, Coach Lubbock's probably dead. Probably, but All whatever. Right, bring, Nancy from just Nightmare bring Heather Langenkamp. Yes, and Brooke Thice. He should start casting them. And Brooke Thice from Elm Street Four, yes. the best one. Yes. All right. What else do we have? Oh, speaking of. Uh, oh my god. Uh, we also have uh, Echo. Echo with Matt Murdock and Wilson Fisk. I'll bop that. That's going to be fun. I'll bop that. I'm so excited for Echo. And it looks um, like that's going to probably um, 
very much slide into uh, Kingpin will be in that. And then we'll also be in Daredevil Born Again. Yep. And we get to see. And I believe we're going to get uh, Matt Murdock in She-Hulk next week. Yeah, we saw a, uh, there was like a mid-season trailer and they showed some clips of him and not only does she interact with him as matt murdoch she also interacts with him as daredevil and there's a scene where she like looks into the camera and she's like oh i'm digging him i'm like yeah she's so mm-hmm. horny but we'll we'll talk about she is we'll I talk about that episode later yeah um we also i want to okay. talk about the thing i'm most excited for oh i, I was one to hold that for the last i think i know what you're talking no about. i well you'll you're you're yeah you're probably not gonna I'm talking about Werewolf by Night. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. oh wait, wait, wait. Let's hold that off for last. But let's. there's still a few other things. There's Captain America, New World Order. You want to hold Werewolf by Night for last? Okay. <laughs> that doesn't seem like the headline, but all right. Oh, no. All right, fine. We won't. Is that what you're I'm most excited gonna, for? I'm just going to say, based on the trailers I saw, what looked the most amazing was where was that. Oh. Oh, okay. Then save it for last. Okay. D- you didn't say that. You didn't say okay, that. You didn't I'm say sorry. that. I'm sorry. Captain America, New <laughs> no, World Order. I mean, right now, yes. this, I'm I'm flopping it right now because I felt that the TV series was a little boring, and I don't think they really showed anything that I'm. It's also like, oh, there's going to be Armor Wars flop. I don't care. Like, I, I they need Armor Wars, but it's flop. also like, just give me something. Give me an idea. Like, tell me uh, like a plot line or something where I can be like, oh, it's going to be like that. It's going to be about that. Okay, because right now the TV show and Don Cheadle weren't exciting enough for me. I'm excited for the character announcements for New World Order, Captain America. They're bringing back Carl Lumley, who played Isaiah Bradley. But that's the thing. Does this mean the son, is the son going to be in it? So Patriot is going to show up? Maybe. That's grandson. what I mean. If I'm hearing that of like, okay, now I'm on board. Now I'm on board. Let's get some of that going on. Because right now... Who else is back? Like, what does the New World Order mean? Like, what is the plot of this movie? Uh, it's definitely going to lead into the Thunderbolts taking over. It's going to be, like, government interference of... And then him, like, kind of, like, on the run because yeah. he's now an outcast. Yeah. All right, well, but let's you talk see about the who, Thunderbolts. No, because did you see Wait. who else they added to Captain America? Who? Tim Blake Nelson is back as the leader from the original Hulk movie. Oh. Okay. That I'm excited about. All right, sure. He's great. Okay. All right. Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts movie. It's going to be a movie. Yep. And not a show. This is this is this is bopping and bop bop bop. This is bopping along. This is bebopping and scatting. This is basically this is basically the Marvel Suicide Squad. Yep. And uh, we're gonna have. Uh, we have three people from Black Widow. Yeah. We have David Harbour, Red Guardian. We have... that's This is the biggest surprise to me. Yeah. Like, nobody had attached no. David Harbour to this movie, so that was a huge surprise. We've got Miss Florence Pugh um, uh, as Yelena. From... And then we also have Taskmaster. Yeah. Yep, bringing back Taskmaster. In addition, we've got... I'd argue three characters from Falcon and the Winter Soldier because we met Julie Louis-Dreyfus there first. Mm-hmm. She'll be back as Valentina. Uh, we've got Buck and we've got Wyatt Russell back as U.S. agent, which we knew. Yes. And but that's interesting. So is Bucky going to only be in Thunderbolts or he's going to be in Captain America New World Order too, right? Right. Probably like both. both. Otherwise, I, I quit. Um and I think like they'll they'll use Bucky to then bring in Thunderbolts, yeah. right? It's like we'll have to follow Bucky. We'll have to be on this team. And then Ghost from uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. That's a different. Isn't that a different actress? Do I think they no, switch, it's same actress. It's the same actress. Oh, I thought mm-hmm. something. Oh wait, I heard that they're switching. There's like an Ant Man. There's like a recast happening. Oh, I don't know. But, oh, well, the daughter. Yeah, Cassie. Oh, Cassie's being recast again. Is this mean yes. there's a third? It's three different Cassies. No. Well, it's they switched it to the girl from um, that Freaky Friday movie. From the Freaky Friday movie, Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> yeah, no, the one with the murderer, Vince Vaughn. Oh, oh, okay. So they went to blonde. They were like, "Oh, you have to be blonde." Her. 
like the original statue. Yeah, yeah. So they got rid of the girl who was in Endgame, so and they're casting it with like ca- her. there's three Cassie Langs. Shit, that girl must have thought Endgame. She was like, yeah. oh, I'm going to be a young Avenger." And then they were like, "No." She was like, it. "I'm in." And they're like, "No." Shit. You're not. And of course, Julia Louis Dreyfus leading the whole thing. I'm going to love this. I'm going to love this. I'm going to love this shit. But here's my thing. Didn't. And I'm sure there's an explanation. Didn't Janet Van Dyne like take away Ghost's powers at the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp? Maybe she just let her control them. Maybe. I can't remember. It's been a while. since I didn't rewatch it, so it's been a while. Yeah, she did. I want more Janet Van Dyne. That's what I want from yeah, my Quantum Mania. Michelle Pfeiffer. It's you know Michelle fucking love? Pfeiffer. And just hear me out. And I know this is going to be fucked up. And it will kind of make Michael Douglas' character awful. But I would love like a 1960s Mad Men. Stop. Like a 1960s Mad Men of Ant-Man, of the original Ant-Man and the Wasp. No! But with him as the alcoholic. No, we can't have the slap. You You got to put the slap in. No, but then Janet Van Dyne will fucking beat the shit out of him. Oh, she will act the shit out yeah. of that scene. I'll tell you that. Anyway. Um, so that was the D23 Expo. Do we want to talk about Werewolf by Night a little bit more? Yes, yes, yes. Because yes, it yes. looks no, I'm just, fucking yes. amazing. This, it's all in black and white. It's all black and white. It's, it's all, all like an old white. Universal Monsters style. And it's being shot like an old school 1950s horror movie. And it stars the fucking woman from The Nevers. I love yeah, her. as Elsa Bloodstone. Yes, Elsa Bloodstone. Ah, oh, it looks oh. creepy. It looks scary. It looks campy. I can't. It looks like every, it looks amazing. I cannot wait for this. And I thought it was going to be next year, not last, not this year. But the other thing is, it also looks very violent. Like it was looked gory. Yeah. So I'm I am so hyped yeah. for this. Is it only like a special though? Yeah, it's just a one shot. Or is it a series? No. Yeah. Oh, I can't. Can't wait. So that's what I'm most bop- I'm most bopping over. Yeah, I'm bopping the most over werewolf. Bopping. All right. You know who else Should is bopping? Bop over? Should we bop on over to the X-Men? <laughs> let's, let's bop on over to the X-Men. I want your ex. I don't even know where to begin with. There's this. so many books. I'm ar- I'm already over this whole <sighs> thing. Here's what I'll say. It's the a fact great that it's like gonna go on till November. I know. It's a great at least they're they're diving into character. At least they're diving into character moments, and they're using that. this whole yeah. thing to explore. And that would be good if it was done well. I it's not really it's, done well because everyone really gets like well. a moment. Yeah, yeah. It's like three seconds. It's like I'm like oh, it is like three seconds, and it is like loosey goosey logic at best. Yeah. Also, it just shows you know, me that this guardian, each writer is given the, what's what's his name? The progenitor? What's his name? Yeah. The, each writer has given the progenitor a different set of rules of how he judges people. Like a di- like a whole different, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he gave Wolverine, like, you have 24 hours. Like, no one else got 24 hours. Yeah, it's, it's just, it makes no sense. And then other people, it's like, oh, well, you were bad, but you stood by your badness, so thumbs up. And you're like, what? And then other thumbs people- Thumbs up to you. And then, yeah, so it's just, it's like this death of the mutants. It opens with this girl being like, oh, I want to start a zine, but she doesn't start the zine. And she's like talking about- <laughs> Yeah, death of the mutants she's too. She's talking yep. about doing poetry. She's like recommending Sylvia Plath to somebody. And it's- and the, Some online pen the pal. Online pen pal is one of the Krakoan monsters. What? One of no, one of the Eternals. One Eternal, of the Eternal monsters. monsters. That's what I mean. That's yeah, what I mean. Well, one of the monsters one of the at Krakoa. One of the hex. What? These things are like able to text people and be like, "Hey, I'm a person." What? I actually thought it was cute. I. I liked the end reveal of it being the big monster who was chatting online with someone as she was fighting. It wasn't an end reveal. It was revealed on page four. Oh, I mean, sure. Like they hinted strongly, but I think it was a reveal. Like they're like, and just to make it clear. I hated here. it. I hated it. And then it was like, oh, by the way, bitch, your thumbs down because you didn't do the zine. I'm. 
Oh no, they did do it in the beginning. Oh my God, that is so weird. But that's the thing is like, I just was like, but then give me some sort of character depth to this sure. person. Why is this person going around killing people? Is there some sort of, con- like, but then you're reading this poetry. Is there some sort of, do you feel any conflict? Do you have any emotions that you are now like murdering all of these mutants and then being like, oh, let me talk about Sylvia Plath. The whole point of the Eternals is that they don't, they don't have a choice. So I liked it in that. But then let's, there is let's hear that. Forced. Let's hear that inner dialogue or something. Well, like, we know that though. They're be they're all pre-programmed to act this way. But I just love that she's got another voice in her. But that voice is literally just like, hey, tell me more about poetry. I would love to hear the inner voice being like, oh my god, I I is should I be killing this mutant? Is this poetry? Uh, I feel like. I, I feel the opposite. I feel like don't talk about like I can see you doing that. Just the fact that there is this love of poetry, you know, I'm implying that you don't love the fact that you have to do this. I don't need to hear see, that. I don't see it, but I need to see it. I don't see it in any of the actions. That's true. It is out of left field. Yes. But. Um I just do you know how Sylvia Plath died? Some uh, she was trapped in a bell. The Bell Jar is a great novel. And I'm telling you, when you're a depressed 12-year-old kid, maybe not the best book to read. Yeah. I'm like, I'm in the the Bell Jar. (laughs) I'm in the Bell Jar. No, she um, committed suicide. Trigger warning. She committed suicide. She um, put her head in an oven, turned like blew out the pilot light. But she left a note and cookies out for her kids for when they came home to find her. Get the fuck out. Poets. Oh my God. That Virginia Woolf threw stones in her coat and walked into the ocean. Dramatic. So dramatic. Dramatic. So extra. I. Who knew the author of The Bell Jar could be so extra? I'm just like, this whole judging thing is just. I don't know. I like Emma Frost like flirting with the leader of the Deviants, being like, Maybe we can fuck. Why don't you like come through the Krakoan gates? It is weird though. That's like, oh, we can automatically come through the Krakoan gates. I don't understand that fully. It's because their DNA is so similar. Is that really? I mean, they really are drawing like a real connection between the deviants and the mutants. See, I yeah. don't like that. I don't like they that because I like it. I like it better because then it almost gives Druig a, a, a justification. I like it better that he's like, I'm just going to make it up and say that mutants are deviants. You know what I mean? I think that makes him more evil. Yeah. Yeah. They, they struck a, like, I feel like they struck a balance and it's like, yeah, you've got some, we do have some deviant in us, but there's so much other shit that led to us that it's kind of like, eh, you know, it, it's like, do you, do you rave about this one ingredient in a pumpkin pie? No, you rave about the pie. I don't know where I'm going with this. Yeah. Move on. Well, but uh, the cut to every deviant passes. Which I thought was a beautiful moment. These monsters who were hated by their gods, they all of a sudden, this new god was like, I love all of you. And they all felt that for the first time. That to me was powerful. And um, and in the end, what's his nuts? I want to say Homelander, but that's wrong. Um, Icarus. Um, oh, Icarus. He uh, basically is like, all the Eternals should be killed. <laughs> Like, judge us all and murder us all. <laughs> and they're like, what are you doing? Shut up. And um, and then there's a second reveal. I hate how this is the second reveal of Star Fox being, like, set free. Well, this book is, it fleshes out the moments in the main book. What's the point of this thing? And Star Fox, is he, is he basically just like a big empath? Like empath manipulator? I think he actually like his power is like very much just to make you fall in love. Oh, it's, it's only love. I didn't know if it was just he could just make you feel whatever he wants. I think so. I don't think he's like empath or it's like you're jealous now. I think it's just love, which is why he's so Yeah. Harry icky. Styles. Come on, Harry Styles. Harry Styles. Straight actor and pop sensation, Harry Styles. It makes it's like a movie. That like feels like a movie. I love how that is like the quote all over TikTok. They're just like eviscerating him now. It like feels like a movie, you know? Do you? (laughs) Uh, I think this can go into um, Immortal X-Men. Yeah, the Sebastian Shaw issue, the one we've all been waiting for. Yes, although it is very light on Sebastian Shaw. I think most other people get like an entire issue. He just has some moments because they have to flesh out so many other things. (laughs) 
yeah, he's got his is in the middle of a crossover event. So so sorry. But um, basically, I love how Xavier comes back and is just like a total cunt. <laughs> he's like, don't do anything big like that ever again while I'm still in my in my cocoon. But that's where I renew. I renew like Xavier had to be gone. Yeah. For the vote to pass to try and go through with killing the Eternal, which in the end they the 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 progenitor just made it all in their mind, and it never really happened. Um, but I love that uh, uh, Destiny is judged by a mystique, like he comes in the form of mystique, and this is where it starts doing the idea that the progenitor comes in the form of the thing you least want to be judged by, which I think is fun. Yeah, which, which is, is cool. Fun. Yeah. Um, it led to a great Emma moment. Yes, yes. And which is a page like that homage page to um in Morrison's X-Men when Jean psychically drags her. Yeah. And you realize she's in love with Scott. That yeah. whole um that page with all the kids dead behind her. But we see uh, Destiny fails um because she because she's more like she's just doing she's just looking out for herself. And she's looking out for, and she she yeah. cares more about um, mystique than any than than letting everything else just fall apart. And so he's like, "You yeah. fail, you fail, you fail, bitch." Over that bitch, you fail. She's garbage. You know that, right? You know you're better than her. You fail. Yeah, and I love how Kitty Pride is like, "Yeah, someone came to me and I passed," and everyone's like, well, "Duh." <laughs> I know. She's like, "He just looked like the celestial." Yeah, but poor Emma is just like fucking Negasonic teenage warhead and all of yeah. the murdered students she had. For the children, you know, for the children, bitch. You got a lot of these children killed, bitch. Um, Oopsie. Um, I'm pretty 100% sure um, Xavier would fail. Um, oh, yeah. Let's just go through really quick. Do we see who fails? Like Colossus is tricky because he's being manipulated. So that's not really his fault. So Colossus would pass. Storm would hundred percent pass. Hope would pass. Kurt would no, pass. I don't know. Maybe he wouldn't. I think he would be like, your spark thing is dumb. Fail. No, uh, Kurt would pass in a second. Um, I think Mystique would pass. No, she failed. Oh, did she did fail? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Right. She does say that she did. Yeah. 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 Um, destiny failed. Um, yeah, this is, but Xavier, Xavier says he doesn't know he's too busy. That means he failed. He failed. He 100% failed. And his two, oh, and yeah. he, oh, absolutely. Like literally more, like he came in the form of Moira. Huh? It was like, <laughs> right. No, it was, it was Magneto. He's like, husband, you fail. Um, but we get to see Exodus's moment happen. Yeah, and his is with, I mean, this is very much like, they're pretty much, I mean, is he bi or it's is he It's his boyfriend. Gay? It's his boyfriend. This actually is the character from, and this character is in the Exodus issue as well. Yeah, from way back when with um, Cersei. Yeah, from, from, yeah, from X-Men Black Knight. So, I mean, we're, Exodus is gay. I mean. Exodus he gay and he real religious too. It's a rare bird. That's why he's being sent to hell. <laughs> That's why he's being sent to hell. Surrounded by the flames of hell for being a sodomite. And then Sebastian Shaw gets the opportunity to uh, make money off of an Orcus deal, which is trying to kill all the mutants. Very similar to what he did with the Sentinels. And he even says, uh-huh. oh, this is my test. But you know what? I'm just going to do what I always do. And I'm going to take it. Like, he knows. And the thing that's so amazing, this is my favorite part of the book, which I'm sure is your favorite part, is they're always saying it's the person you, like, is you're most upset about that you don't want to judge you. He comes <laughs> yeah. in the form of Emma Frost. And gives him a frosting. <laughs> and the fact he goes, Frost? You think I respect Frost? I do it for the children? Hogwash. <laughs> he hates her so much. I know, because she's the she's the main person she's who's the been best. able to get a one-up on her. She's been able to mm-hmm. one-up him, and he can't get out of it. <sighs> but basically, he goes off to Star Fox... And tries to like make a deal with him, which what 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 do you think this deal is? I don't know. 
I'd have to reread it truthfully. Um, and then he uh, brings, I thought he was going to bring back Celine when he did that weird satanic the weird ritual. Rit- he does a satanic ritual and he I thought he was going to bring someone back in a weird way. Right, right, but right. But he no. didn't. It's that mother, mother, mother righteous, righteous from, from Legion, Legion of, of X. X. Who turns Banshee into Ghost Rider. Yeah, so what is what is she going to do for him? Oh, my God. I like it. I like it. Immortal, f- I love it. This whole Faustian deal with the devil. Uh, and now uh, let's talk about Wolverine next. Sure. I mean, at least we have Solemn back. Thank God. I mean, it's like a character that I'm interested in. Like Solomon Wolverine going on this. But the whole idea, yeah, what you were saying was like the the progenitor being like, you have 24 hours to justify yourself. You're like, why? Wolverine always gets special treatment. Why? And it's... It's also like when you're a trained killer, most of those things that he did were bad or he was forced to do. I don't know. I, it's, uh, but basically he gets to hang out with Solemn. Solemn is like, oh, while the world burns, I'm just going to have a huge bisexual orgy, pansexual orgy, which you think would be great. But no, the people he killed... (sighs) They all get murdered. These poor people are like, well, I guess I'll just fuck. I'm going to go to this orgy. And they all get fucking murdered. So I feel like everyone who's ever gone to a solemn orgy, and there have been many, winds up murdered. I just feel like that's par for the course with his orgies. Also, I'm just also very curious about the texture of adamantium skin. Mm-hmm, me like, too. Like, if you grab his butt, does it squeeze, or is it just like completely solid? Oh, good question. You know? Yeah, it probably feels completely solid. Or, do, but I feel like, or there has to. But then, how does he like flex his muscles and stuff like that? I don't know. Or is it just like a very thin layer that's impenetrable, but it still feels like skin? I'm just trying. I basically, mm-hmm. I'm just picturing if he's fucking me. Because also, I'm wondering how heavy is he? Because you know, Wolverine, right. because he has the bones, he weighs like 400 so pounds or something. Like, how heavy is Solemn? Can he be on top of me? I want him on top of me, basically. I knew that's where this was going. Well, that's the thing. It's the sad thing is the more evil and the more cra- or or the crazier you are, the better you are in bed. And that's just a fact. I and, and I that's don't want it fact. to be that's just a fact because you're just completely uninhibited. Really good people are bad in bed. Mm-hmm. Too respectful. Yeah. That's why I'm called too polite. Evil Jeff. What? Oh, Um, so rude. But anyway, back in Tennis Wards, when they were getting the, (coughs) what is it? The Matza, what is it called? Muramasa. Muramasa. Swords. They ended up having to go into hell and there was a wedding going on and they like killed the groom. Well, apparently that bride is like, I want revenge. So she's now just going around trying to kill them, which I'm like, I'm the world's about to end. Like, just let it end. Like, they're. Well, and Wolverine wants to do something about that. Wolverine's like, well, we need to go kill this Celestial with these Miramasa Blades. Solemn, you and me, let's go. Shotgun. Yeah, so it's like, hey, if we kill this Celestial, then we'll go kill this bitch. And honestly, this is this is like, this is the Wolverine that I want to read. I, and I think it's because like I like Solemn. Yeah, I'm no, sick of absolutely. Maverick and I'm sick of Deadpool. I'm yeah. sick of Craven the Hunter. All of that bullshit. I don't care about any of that. You know what it is? Solemn is much gayer. Well, yeah. I mean, and it, well, I don't even need, it's not even that I even need it to be gay. If Solemn wasn't gay, he's still a fucking cool ass victim. And I will, but that's the thing is people say that there is this weird homophobia of like having gay villains. You know, the whole idea of Jafar um, and like yeah. uh, Scar and Captain Hook. Yeah, people say it's offensive. It's offensive. It is not. It is not because I'm telling it. you right now. If you are raised a gay child in a world that hates you, your instinct is to be a villain. And if you're going to be a villain, you're going to be fucking fabulous. Like I'm telling you right now, Maleficent. What is a man? Is a drag queen. And it reminds me very much of like the um, the non-binary character from Sandman, Desire. 
Oh, like that mm-hmm. that villain, the 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 actor playing that, they are Good perfect. Like that just like, oh, what's going on? Mm, I'm afraid I'm just going to have to destroy you. Mm-hmm. I love that. Oh, well, we can't have that. But this whole idea, mm-hmm. you know what it is? It's like the whole Deadpool Maverick, it's all very Rob Liefeld. Anything that resembles Rob Liefeld, I like it's toxically toxic masculine. masculinity bullshit, and I don't want a part of it. No, know what I need? Dakin and Solemn together on some sort of mission. <gasps> oh, yes. Ooh, oh, yes. Give us that. Give us that. Give us that. You mean Fang? <laughs> anyway, this is good. Uh, shall we talk about... Well, speaking of that, let's talk about New Mutants really quick. I feel there's not much to talk about this one. This one doesn't really We have New Mutants, to- yeah. Uh, acts yeah. as much. It's a side story. We no, finished that side whole story. boring limbo stuff, and so then we just have Dakin, um, with uh, Warpath, uh, Warpath, going to rescue Gabby, and it turns out she actually just wanted pizza, but that happened to find an orchid shell and decided to kill a bunch of people, and then came back, and then Dakin and her were like, "Oh, we need to be better brother and sisters." I loved the moment in the beginning, though, where Dakin, it opens with Dakin attacking uh, Warpath, Proudstar, and with no context. And then he slices Warpath's shirt off. So Warpath is there, like big, beautiful chest heaving, abs popping, shirt ripped. And he looks at Dakin and goes, Is this what you wanted? And I was like, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. You want to be naked? Yeah. You want to slash my pants off? Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So and they had a little moment a where it's just quest. like, hey, hey, you weren't there for, you feel you weren't there for your sister. I feel I wasn't there for my brother. Like, you know, siblings, siblings yeah, that. need to be there for each other. Sisters are doing it for each other. Yeah. So it was like, it was fine. It was fine. I don't have anything else to say about it. What do you have to say about Marauders number six, which I cannot believe we saved for last? Because I because I want to fucking trash this fucking thing. <laughs> okay, so first they decide to bring back Birdie. Which I love. Birdie. How many years? Birdie. From- she was the person that when... How, how many years ago was that? It was the 90s. Wasn't it right before the... Phalanx Covenant? Maybe, because this was like the the new Marauders, and she was there to kind of like keep Sabretooth in check. And then uh, Mystique, who's Mystique's son? The uh, Her human son that's evil. Graydon Creed. Graydon Creed kills Birdie. I thought Sabretooth killed Birdie. Oh, I thought, or maybe they were going after Graydon Creed and then Sabretooth, and then she got distracted. And I think, I think, but it was somehow when she was going after Graydon Creed, she gets, no, I think she gets stabbed to death by Graydon Creed. Oh, okay. I'm not clear, but I always thought Sabretooth killed Birdie, but all right. Point is, late 90s. Anyway, I'm sure three of the three reader listeners we have uh, will correct which one of us is right and which one of us is wrong. But in the end, so she's supposed to be the new Doc Samson, apparently. Um, oh, I'm. Thank you for making that connection to the yes. Peter David X Factor so issue. So she's just like, oh, I'm here to do therapy and I'm psychic. So I can kind of take you, like, I can psychically help you get through therapy. And then if we all go into somnus, we can do 10 months of therapy in 10 minutes, which is also just like, that seems very intense. I know it's like, oh, well, time's longer here. But do you really want to spend 10 months straight? Going through trauma therapy, Jesus, that's a little much. Like even I would be like, can I like watch an episode of Golden Girls or something? Can I have a fucking break for a minute? Right? Can I get a break? Number one, you're right. Great and Creed killed Birdie. Number two, <laughs> I feel like with things like that, with the whole stretching of time, I just feel like we are always justifying Somnus's existence. You know, like we're always like, don't you see Somnus can do this too. He's not worthless. Yeah. It, that could just be me, but I just feel like that's the implicit. It was back when they didn't know what to do with Cypher and they would always be like, right. uh-oh, there's this Russian book. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, I can read it while all uh-oh, of you fight. it's a book or a computer. Yeah, yeah. And here's the other thing that I find very confusing is that 
the way this is written, it's very confusing whether they're preparing to be judged or they're going through trauma that they were judged. And I think some people had already been judged and some people haven't. And it felt very confusing of which was which. Because Birdie said, I don't care if you passed or failed. It felt to me like they all had gone through it. But we're just not. But then other people. But then other people are like, "Oh, I need to be. I need to get ready for it." So this is. What oh I'm, yeah. This is what yeah. I'm imagining. So I was very confused of like which is which and what is what. I was like, Ugh. and then the most interesting person you could have there would be the one who wasn't judged, right? Cassandra Nova, and they don't have her be judged because they're good because they have to sit there with Fabian Cortez to watch a, a, a Krakoan plant gate grow. What? I hate this. I hate all of this. Also, that was weird. Cassandra Nova calls her Sprite, which was very weird to me. I guess that's a joke. Why was that weird? That was so Nova. Yeah. It, but she didn't shade. know her when she was Sprite. I don't know. It's fine. I'm it just I'm just deciding to hate everything. Things I liked were um, <laughs> North Star in that like Captain Canada costume um, appearing to Somnus in the whole thing was about Somnus not coming out yeah. originally and should it be judged for that. But I love that it was North Star from the series where North yeah. Star came out that judged him. I like that Tempo's person was Sumo, the, yes. the obscure Mutant Liberation I did like that Front as well. member. Um, and that was it. Oh, and then we're full Fang. What did was Ar- with Dakin? We're full Fang. Who? We're, oh, yeah. But did Aurora? I thought Aurora only had two person, two different personalities. Oh yeah, I don't know. Seems she's got They're more. They're showing her with like ten. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that being a thing. Um, and I am very interested of the whole sumo thing of just like trying to get him resurrected. I will say just like that, that whole um, what was the the teams that she was on that the bad guys team that they were on. What was it called? The Mutant Liberation Mutant Front. Mutant Liberation Front. There's there's some fun things in there that I think could be explored now. Like bringing that original team back on Krakoa with Cable. I, I don't know. I've, there's some interesting things that I think they can still be um, brought forth. But Yeah. And they live together and they live right near the New Mutants. Yeah, exactly. Um, but but most of these other ones, like Bishops was like, uh-oh, it's the two people that came through when I made my first appearance that are dead now. I don't know. Psylocke, like, oh, my daughter and Sinister. I don't know. Yeah. None of it was like... Yeah, it's just true. Like, it it just, doesn't go deep. It doesn't go deep enough. I don't care. I also don't care about this birdie person, so I don't trust her. I just felt it was a weird, like I would have rather been Jean Grey or something like that. Then it would have been maybe men. You know what I think it is? I think it is that Steve Orlando is dipping into his nostalgic pool, which came after hours. Yeah. I think he's just like Lobdell for life. Like, you know, where it's like, yeah, exactly. That was the worst. Like, case in point, he brings back Judas Traveler at the end, which was a Spider-Man villain who was around during the Clone Saga. Yeah. And, yeah, okay, that's who I was like, I have no idea who that is. I have no idea who that is. But is he part of Orcus now? Yeah. All right. And then Cerebra, we don't even get to see her talk. It's just, also, Hickman can get away with doing these data pages. I'm done with them. I'm not here to read a fucking novel. If I wanted to read a book, I wouldn't be into comics. (laughs) Like, there are too many data pages which are essentially an email, and I'm like, no, fuck off. Like the kind of email you would get, and you'd be like, who the fuck is writing me an email? I want post-it notes and diagrams. That's it. That's all you get for data pages. If you're too lazy to be like, oh, I can't fit this in, I'm just going to write a long plot exposition. Lazy, lazy. Right. It should be data. It's a data page. Data, 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 and you data, data, data. But I did read it, and Cerebra basically is saying, because I can read DNA, you can actually use me with the five, and I can bring these billion-year-old mutants back. Which, what I say, which I say, throw them all in a black hole. Great, that was my reaction. Great. No thanks. Kill Cerebra. (laughs) Kill Cerebra. Put it back, back of the queue for you. No, thank you. So now we have people who can look at the Iraqi and be like, hey, newbie, come on. Yeah, just 
Yeah, because, you know, when I'm reading the X-Men comics, you know what I'm not thinking? You know what we need more? More like new X-Men characters. Do you know when I read the X-Men, do you know what I'm thinking? Do you know we need more yeah. Dazzler? Yeah, fucking Dazzler's been given shit. Let's just thinking that. And now we're going to do billion-year-old mutants? Go fuck yourself. Dazzler's in damage control. I forgot to mention that last episode. Like, as an actual character, or is she just like, oh, we're going to her concert? No, she's in the lobby. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, I don't know. I want real... Because that's the other thing, is do you know... What I want there to be, I want there to be a special division of the five. I want there to be a book just on the five. Yeah. Why haven't we gotten that? And and do you know, but this is what it's going to be. There is going to be, they are going to be looking for people that are possible replacements in case there's a death. And do you know the two people that are in charge of it? Dazzler and Layla Miller. Because both of them are resurrectors. Oh, yeah. Dazzler resurrects. Layla Miller has the power of resurrection, neither of which have ever been brought up since Krakoa has come to be. I can't believe that the Dazzler can't die thing has not been brought up in the Age of Resurrection. Exactly. People are like, oh, have you been resurrected? She's like, bitch, I, I, I've been done. She already done had hers. <laughs> like, <laughs> she already done had hers. Yeah. Anyway, that's my new pitch. The new Dazzler, Layla Miller comic. And that should be the name of the book. That should be the name of the five books. She already done had hers. All right. I think uh, one last thing we should talk about. We'll talk about with the X-Men because it's basically an X-Man was in it. Is the She-Hulk comic. Yeah. And in fact, the big revelation in the She-Hulk comic really does strengthen Jennifer Walters' relationship with the mutant race. Yes. Kurt shows up. And is like, hey, I need a lawyer. And she's like, you? He's like, well, Krakoa, all of us, every mutant, we want you to represent every mutant. And her. And this is after Mallory Book, her boss, was like, no superhuman cases whatsoever. And just like any cold-blooded capitalist where she's like no superheroes she's like well i booked all of krakoa and she's like yes they're rich yes. <laughs> she's like money 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 you know mallory book is the same character that renee elise goldberry is playing in she hulk right uh the woman from hamilton and girls five Other. oh really oh awesome uh-huh it's this oh, same yay. character um i just Oh, how about the reveal where she was like, she's like, wait, I thought you didn't want superhuman cases. I thought you wanted everything to be normal. And Mallory Book, the human, goes, if everything was normal, I wouldn't be dating this android. And it turns out yeah, she's that dating was like awesome thrown Andy. out of field too. Yeah, like with the, no face. The receptionist. What is he again? He was he was the puppet master's, um, the awesome android, right? Yeah, I think that's who... He was like a, a a villainous monster. Awesome, Andy. And then, like, she's fucking a guy without a face. That that's like, hello, issues. Also, and then when he's like about to come, he just has to put that little like chalkboard up. Weird. I'm coming. <laughs> but also, she gets to fuck. She finally fucks uh, Jack of <gasps> Hearts. She Hulk finally fucks. Um, yeah, Jack of Hearts. My God. Finally, she gets some. I would love to see a Jack of Hearts Gambit book. And they're just like, "Who are we the same person? Are we the same person? <laughs> no, they're nothing alike. Yes, they um, are. And I think this, uh, this, her fucking, well, she fucks in the comic book. Well, guess what? She fucks in the TV show too. Let's cut to uh, the TV shows we watched. Hit it. Someone who watched superhero sci-fi stuff with me. Jennifer Walters is horny. She's horny and she likes, she's kind of like, fucking is her vibe. She's been obsessed with fucking Captain America, Tinder dating. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just want to throw she, something out. I watched the pilot of another show on Netflix and it was called Partner Track. And it's like a new, like, it's like kind of like putting itself to be like a new Ally McBeal. Like She-Hulk. Exactly. But you want to know what it wasn't? It wasn't funny. It wasn't clever. And the main character was a snooze. And I think I think sometimes people there are so concerned 
with making the character likable and not come across as cliche Mm -hmm. that they forget you have to install at least one trope to a character's personality or they literally just flatline they're boring and the thing that they made jennifer walters that tatiana put in it that i wouldn't that i feel i don't know if it's necessarily something you would think of necessarily but she's bumbling and i think there's a bumbling nature to the way Tatiana yes. plays the character is what makes her so relatable and believable. That's which makes this show so good is she's kind of like, I'm really smart. I'm really powerful, but God, I'm also kind of insecure and oops, wait, what am I doing? Wait, what's happening? Like it feels so real. Like she's trying to fake it till she makes it and it makes you relate to her. And she's such a, yeah, and she like she's such a victim of the unexpected and is accident prone yes. and just does her best trying to literally stumble through these circumstances that she has no control over. Which makes which makes her talking to the camera and breaking the fourth wall make sense cuz she's like, right. what? What's happening?" Yeah, like it's like <laughs> it's her way to get some modicum of control over this chaos is to yeah. be able to have that relationship with the audience. And I just have to give a shout out and I'm going to toot my own horn. I'm not friends with her anymore. Oh. But I used to toot Groundlings. And when I did Groundlings, I took a few uh, power wows, which was like kind of mini four, cla- like you would take four classes and then do a show. And I did one with mm-hmm. this woman named Patty Guggenheim and was right before she was about to go into writing lab. And I remember we did one scene where we were like, like nerds playing with Legos, but then we kept making the Legos fuck because like we wanted to fuck each other. And then she asked me, she was like, that was so fun. Can I like write that <laughs> for my writing lab show? Do you mind? I'm like, no, go ahead. Well, needless to say, she not only passed writing lab, she went into the Sunday company and she became a groundling. And not only did she become a groundling, she then decided to become one of the best characters made this year. Madison, my new favorite character of She-Hulk. Yay, Patty Guggenheim. Oh. I love her. So funny. What a great... Madison, she hit. Madison hit. Like that that's some good. That was some good funny stuff. There were some bits in this episode that were killer. That were like really made me like instinctively laugh out loud. Yes. And a lot of them had to do with her. This show is getting better and better. It really is episode. like finding its voice as it goes, yeah. But she was hilarious. Yeah. So she was somebody who went to a magic show by a character named Donnie Blaze, an obvious kind of joke reference to Johnny <laughs> Blaze to Ghost Rider. Uh, and he's able to, he, d- he does bullshit magic, but he's able to open yeah, like portals. Yeah, like a Chris Angel had, type. Yeah, but in, in not good. But he has a sling ring. And so he's able to use it. I'm sorry, is Chris, oh, Chris Angel is good? Oof, yeah. Sorry. I mean, yeah, his show is probably done well. He's professional. The magic is good, yeah. but his personality is garbage. No, God, no. I meant like the te- like the level of skill. Oh, okay. Okay. I just thought you meant like just style-wise and no. douche, douche factor. No, no, no. And Chris Angel, horrible kisser. <laughs> wait, what's that from? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. I but was I, like, wait, what? I'm doing... I'm doing a bit that I had sex with, or at least had mouth sex. You with thought you did. It was a magic. Chris trick. Angel. It wasn't real. <laughs> it was a magic trick. It was an illusion. Actually, I actually just had to edit movie. a whole right. Chris Angel bit on the one of the latest episodes of Ah, uh, where Trixie's describing. Uh-huh. I love how I'm describing Trixie describing an episode of Mind Freak, where he pulled a girl's tooth out of her mouth, and then blows it back into her mouth. See, that's weird. The that's fuck? Weird. <laughs> oh come on, that's weird. Do you know, oh, by the way, girl, I had a coworker, he and I were just talking, um, and he was like, do you ever watch the um, Trixie, Mattel, and Katya show on YouTube? It's called, uh, he's like, I'm obsessed with it. I was like, oh my God. No, you didn't. You were like. I was like, no, I've never heard of it. (laughs) No, I still, no, I was like, my co-host, my show partner. Yay. Anyway. Yay. Um, Back to She-Hulk. You should watch it too, Brett. Jesus. I, I know. <laughs> I was like, fuck. Can we avoid the fact? <laughs> Clearly don't watch it. <laughs> Why did it's I bring fun. this up? But no, but no, watch one and I think you will enjoy because you like no, Drag Race. Of course Ranger. I'll love it. No, and but, they're hilarious. I know I know both of them. But they're back hilarious. to this, Madison is so great because she is like because anyone can play like the dingbat, but she's just like, oh my God. So I like went and did a deal with the devil, but that, that was kind of fun. 
And then I had <laughs> yes. to like trade this for a goat head. Like it was just, and it just, people are now putting out the meme and I like, I'm seeing her Facebook posts. Like she is like overwhelmed right now where she was like, I did not realize that this, wow. I would get this reaction. Like people are making like fake titles of like phase six Madison. <laughs> like people are making fake right, logos right. of it. Yeah. Oh, my, the first thing I said when I saw her, I was like, this is the one character that could take down Wanda and Thanos <laughs> yes, for some reason. Because she doesn't give a fuck. She's literally like, what? Right. Let's do it. Just yeah. make sure I have some vodka first. <laughs> and you know, it's funny. She is kind of like a foil to Jen Walters in that she also is stumbling through life and is the victim of all these circumstances, but she's somehow like coming out on top. But she succeeded. No, because she has, she literally has complete unearned confidence in everything. Yes. Where Jennifer yes. Walters is a superhuman being, smart lawyer genius. And she's so insecure. And she's completely insecure, which is like, I want more of her. Although I will see just the clips I'm seeing of uh, Titania, like being like a bullshit influencer i was like all of this looks yeah <laughs> it's gonna be so good oh i'm gonna fucking love this shit did you see the clip of i really love this oh shit. i do too i like i love it i love it i love it did you see and i i loved that we got to meet pug because i'm a big josh cigara fan from other two by the way season three in production yes. oh thank god of the other two that. not hoping i was scared it was going to be canceled because of all of the yeah me too uh, the hbo of the stuff. stuff no they're shooting um, but like next week, I think we're going to get more Renee Elise Goldsberry as Mallory book. And I'm very excited for that. There was a, there was a clip featuring her. Yes. And if like you're a girls five of a fan, I mean, you know how funny she is. If you're not watch it. I just watched cause I haven't finished it. I just watched an episode last night. Do you remember which one? It's hilarious. Uh, the one where they're doing the music video. Yes. Oh, so funny. And then it turns out he was canceled. Yeah. And that's why everybody, they're like, why is everybody dropping out? She's like, oh, to be a publicist, you need a phone. <laughs> like I should have like checked up. And, uh, so funny. Um, I did tell you that I was in a restaurant with Larry, their old agent, right? Did I tell you this story? You you did. Okay. Sorry. Anyway, Renee Lee Scolds. But of all so the great. characters from Girls 5 ever, that's, I, I'm the least excited about that. I know. <laughs> I know, but she's so great and she's going to be featured heavily next week in She-Hulk. I'm so excited. Yes. How um, did this one end? This one ended with it her didn't getting end. sued. Yes, that's right. Because Titania has taken, has trademarked She-Hulk <laughs> and is now going to call herself She-Hulk. Brilliant. The clip next week is... Jen asking Mallory Book to represent her or like give her legal advice in this whole intellectual property case with Titania. And they watch a commercial. Titania has a new fragrance out called yes. She-Hulk. Oh <laughs> and there's like nothing I she could do about it. And then um, I forget what the conversation is, but it's Renee Lee Goldsberry and Titania, um, Tatiana Maslany. And she was like, well, Dr. Strange didn't have to copyright his name. Thor didn't have to copyright his name. <laughs> and Mallory goes, you just, you just selected two people who's, who use their real name. <laughs> oh God. It's so good. <laughs> Can't wait. So fun. Also, I really hope whatever new Dr. Strange thing happens because the relationship with Wong and Madison, I want Madison to be training. <laughs> Like oh, whenever please, they're showing the warriors training with the like, she's like, I'm sorry, can my ring, like, can I get one like in a silver, one of these rings? Right. <laughs> Wongers. Oh, yes. Just tell them you're texting 911. That way they can't prosecute. <laughs> um, that's not what this is. And that's not true. <laughs> oh, God. Well, is there anything else? I think that's it. I think we did it. I tried watching uh, Lord of the Rings a bit with Joe. And I hated it. Oh, yeah? Is it garbage? It's just... Just that opening credit scene looks like garbage. The opening credit sequence? Which one are you talking about? Like when they do the opening credits where it's just like all the characters on a black background. Oh, like that's not real. That's an, entertainment, that's an Entertainment Weekly... Um, oh, that's thank an entertainment God. That's an Entertainment Weekly video. Oh, did you see the one where they did it to the Young and the Restless theme song? <laughs> that's what it looks like yeah yeah no that's just that was just like a promo for entertainment weekly that's not the oh, real thank God. opening but no I, I but honestly it really just looks it looks i think it's the same problem with peter jackson's hobbit 
Um, because they're shooting it so high def, it looks cheap. Looks fake. It looks cheap. Yeah. And everybody looks uglier. Like all the prosthetics look very obvious. All the wig lines look very obvious. And people were just showing pictures of like the elves from the original Lord of the Rings and then the elves now. And you're like, oh, ethereal and beautiful. And Wah. like, yeah. oh, oh, just doesn't look you good. You see the foundation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's like, you know, let's put a, like a Gaussian blur over everything. Let's put some Vaseline on the lens, people. Yeah, that's what we like. The eye likes a soft image. Uh, well, I think we did it. Okay, great. Fabulous. Fabulous. Well, thank you so much um, for listening, all three of you. We are the Comic Book Queers. We do this every week, except if one of us has a thing, then we do it every other week. Uh, but we would love to hear from you. What would you like to talk about? What would you like us to talk about? Um, could you please correct us on something we clearly got wrong in a previous episode? That happens all the time. Uh, fill in the gaps of our knowledge. Fill in our gaps, period. Evil Jeff, anything else? Oh, just if we're generally being ignorant about something and you're like, hey, you're an idiot, let us know. Because we are a bunch of yeah. idiots. We're old. We love to be called idiots. We're Gen Xers. Um, thank- we are not. I'm a millennial. <laughs> Everyone, this podcast is about comic books and comic book related properties. It's mostly about Emma Frost, but it is about comic books. And the thing about comic books is if you read comic books, well, I have some news for you, friend. That makes you queer. Bye. Bye. Bye.